listening to Arnold Francis on this week's Rehash. They pop up like mushrooms. All of them are literally overpriced. But they are a good sign of a healthy economy. Welcome to this week's Rehash. Thanks to the internet, a lot of instant celebrities have emerged. Most started out as regular people putting themselves out there for the world to watch. The content that they produce ranges from nonsensical, educational to inspiring. But one thing they all mastered was using social media to their advantage. They were able to create a large following to whom they could sell practically anything to. Anything at all. From cheap hats and shirts with their logo on it, to stuffed toys and hoodies, to whatever you can think of. Some have so big of a following that mainstream companies are using these internet celebrities as spokesperson, or at the very least collaborate with them as sponsors, product placements, or affiliates. It's really a wonderful testimony to a free market. What I don't appreciate are the ones that prey on the vulnerabilities of minors. I may find most of their content useless, but to each his own, I understand that. And as parents, we have the option to limit our children to what content they consume on YouTube and other various media platforms. Which is, admittedly, is too much. Making the task next to impossible unless we put our children in a cave until they are adults. But still, as parents, if we pay enough attention to what our children is into, we can somewhat guide or influence them on how to digest the contents. That's why it's called PG, right? Parental guidance? My beef with these YouTube celebrities and the likes is when they prioritize marketing and profits over their minor followers and consumers. One event that I took my daughter to was a pop-up store by a YouTuber whose alias was named after a kind of horseradish. Now this guy rented a small boutique shop along Ventura Boulevard, which is a main thoroughfare. The space was no bigger than a 7-Eleven, perhaps even smaller. Now I'm quite sure that since he is already at a point in his fame, that he already knows the demographics of his followers, especially with all the analytics that social media platform provides. He knows what are the average ages, gender, and even the area where their consumers live or consume his content. And that's just saying the least. I'm sure his team have more information than that. So they can at least estimate how many may show up at these pop-up stores. Heck, if my 11-year-old daughter can predict that we have to be there three hours early because she is expecting a big crowd just based on the number of followers this guy had, I'm pretty sure the organizers expected it as well. But even though they knew this, they still rented a small space along a major street with no parking and no restrooms. And did I mention that most of his followers were minors? The kids were lined up under the heat of the sun since 0700 along the sidewalk. The line wraps around some garbage dumpsters and all the way around the block. He knew this, as he stated in his video. So is he too much of a celebrity that he can't get his butt up earlier to at least start things off and get these kids out of the baking sun? Most were dropped off at the location because there were no parking allotted for the event. And since this was held on a weekday, street parking on a main road were few and far in between. Now I might understand if this celebrity was from out of state. But no, he lives in Los Angeles. And he knows how bad traffic and parking is here. 
The event was scheduled for three hours starting at 1300. So you can imagine how hot it got. And when I say his followers are mostly minors, I mean from age 8 to teenagers. Not to mention the baby siblings who the mom had to drag along. So not only were they baking under the sun, they were also hungry because it was lunchtime and they can't get food or find a restroom because they might lose their place in line. The younger ones were even getting into arguments with their parents because they need to use the restroom. But the parents can't do anything unless they were willing to lose their spot. And all these for what? Overpriced, cheap hats and shirts? In a 15-second photo op? The celebrity and his organizers were willing to spend money on hiring Uber Black, which is practically a limo service, and a couple of goons as security. But they didn't have the decency to give the children a couple of porta potties Now that's just greedy. I understand that everyone wants to make money. Of course, you want a low overhead. The less you need to pay for space, the more profit you get. Well, I guess to hell with the children and their calls of nature. Let them burn on the street as long as they get a good marketing video out of it, right? You're listening to Earl Francis on this week's Rehash. Well, a good marketing it was. Everything were intentional. Intentionally for marketing's sake. The small space was intentionally chosen to force people to line up on the street to make people curious. Noontime leading to the afternoon rush hour was intentionally chosen so that there was more traffic on the street. And when the celebrity horseradish arrived at the scene, instead of just dropping him off and finally taking pictures with the kids and sell his crap, they first made a scene on the street to cause traffic to draw a bigger buzz on the event. Of course, all these hoopla was being filmed to show how popular this guy was, which makes a good YouTube video, I guess. Now, I don't know. Maybe I'm just an old-fashioned dad. Or just old. But I care about my child, and children in general. Is it too much to ask for them to consider their audience, their younger audience, who practically buys every crap they spew out? You are already making money out of them. Aren't they worth a couple of porta potties and some shade? YouTube already pays you well. Can't you at least treat the miners better? There were a couple more pop-up stores that we went to. One was Lucy Sparrow and the other is Foodie Space. Both were well organized with parking, air-conditioned space, and staggered showtime so that the artist's followers can take their time with the artists themselves and their products. These couple of events cost about the same for the consumer, but these artists had the well-being of their audience in mind. Quite frankly, it's basic customer service and human kindness. But I guess there's no app for that, or a social media platform that teaches that. This is Earl Francis for this week's Rehash. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to hit that support button and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.